Nice collective. Mocha motif. Check it out. Yo. This makes me want to rock to the beat. Ride to the rhythm, start moving my feet. Talk to my spirit till I knew who was he. And I start truly seeing who I came here to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode motherfucking 30. Uh, practically Friends podcast. Oh, hecky dern, it's your drunk-ass podcast yet again. And joining me is my faithful roommate and co-host, Nathan. Hello, 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 hello. There he go. Good evening, America. Listen here, America. Man, rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Goddamn. Nope. I got to assume in America. J-Line, J-Line. <laughs> Remember that shit, dude? I used to watch Bernie Mac show <coughs> with my dad right before I had to go to work every day when I was up here before. It is so fucking funny. That is such an underrated show. I mean, you got like, what, Everybody Hates Chris and, and this, that, and everything. Which is actually pretty funny. I'm sure it is, but it's just like I'm burnt out on that shit. But, like, there are a few gems that slip through the fingers of, quote-unquote, corporate America. <coughs> yep. Because I agree with Galvin on the Mike Kelch show. If I like a show, it's going to get canceled. So, but no, Bernie Mac, man, the Bernie Mac show was fucking amazing. Listen here, America. <laughs> I have the look, too. That's why I don't like to watch too many shows. Once I know there's multiple seasons in. Oh, so they already have some, uh, you know, some traction before you get committed? Yeah. Dude, I feel the same way sometimes. But, hell, I, I think I may have done that with Stranger Things. Like, when it first came out, I think I got into it right when, the, well, season three first came out. Yeah. Man, I was late to the game. And, dude, and I, I think I, I finished... I actually watched um, Breaking Bad for the first time when I was up here with my ex. Like, like when Dad was still here and we were living down here in the basement. Yeah. That's when I watched it. Trust me, I'd, I had almost no sleep that, that, that month. <laughs> the only show that I watched from Jump from the jump, yeah. Yeah, from the jump was Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I took a I took a long break from that one. I mean that 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 was it. And then it maybe I don't have that curse. I mean, hell, that show lasts for seven seasons. But fucking uh Yeah. Breaking Bad. I don't think I started watching that until the final season was on the air. Yeah. Let's all go to the lobby. Is that why you're pointing towards the computer? No, I just the want the music to go away. To get ourselves a treat. <laughs> this has nothing to do with movies. No, but no, movies and shows and yeah. pop culture and 
Oh, we can talk about video games, really. Hell, we just listened to the new Ozzy Osbourne song. Yeah. Thoughts, Kyle? Oh, okay. Now, like, literally, I'm glad that we cracked the mics so soon after listening to it because I have, I had a lot of thoughts. Um, it's really good. It's really well um, done, oh. the music video. The song's solid. I loved it. Um, I really did think that that was uh, Zach Wilde behind the guitar, but it says featuring Jeff Beck. And I don't, I don't know. I need to do s- some more digging here. And, like, maybe after a week or two, after it ages a little bit and there's more information that comes out. Yeah. Um, Closer to the one the album comes out. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. But the thing is, is that did you get any of those tones from the video and the lyrics and what, whatever? It's like, they're not, not going to take me alive or something other. And he's also doing, like, this fucking surgery. Yeah. And, like, do you think that maybe this is... I, I hope it's not, but I'm I'm getting a feeling, I'm getting an itch that this might be like his like hurt is the uh Johnny Cash is the this is the Ozzy Osbourne. Like his last hurrah because of the context of the song. I hope just not. in case he doesn't make it, you know? Yeah. I hope not. Did you see all the uh, animations, dude? I mean for oh. Dude, a bat took a bite out of his head, you know, and, like, it was, like, reflecting on everything that he's done in his life almost. If, if fucking uh, Ozzy Osbourne goes, you will see a grown man fucking bawling his fucking eyes out. I'll, you you should have seen me whenever Chris Cornell passed away. <sighs> but I don't mean to be morbid, and I hope it's not true, but, like, literally, all those animations... The way that it was edited and everything. Yeah. I'm I I think maybe he's he did this in case it is his swan song. Yeah, because usually uh the uh time frame for an Aussie album is usually ranges from like five to ten years. Sounds about right, yeah. And this came out two years after his last album. Yeah, I mean, maybe he wants to go out on a strong note. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's the same mentality if he retires. But hell, how many times have he has he retired? <laughs> About yeah. as many times as Kiss had farewell tours. <laughs> oh fuck Kiss! <laughs> yeah, fuck Kiss. Gene Simmons can suck every inch of my fucking dick. <laughs> Stupid bastard. <laughs> I, like I, I used to think that I'd be able to do a good impersonation of him, of Gene Simmons, but I don't know if I can. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're in Kiss. <laughs> there it is. That's all. That's all. But anyways, yeah, I, I hope it's not a swan song, and even if it is, um, I mean, he is as far as Ozzy. I mean, he's he's getting up there, but he's, he's also having three years old, and he's also having all these fucking surgeries and shit. Mm-hmm. If it's a swan swan song, I hope it's just the last one before he retires and he recuperates and lives his life. I hope it's not like what Hurt was for Johnny Cash, like the last hurrah before he fucking died. 
you know. Yeah. No, other than that, I love the song. I I was pleasantly surprised. It was really good. I mean, it was his best song in t- in, in a ten, while in ten to fifteen fucking years. You know. I don't know about that. I'd have to look look up the timeline, but yeah, I mean, it's very good. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. That is very good. Um. But other than that, um. Oh, did you hear the new Megadeth? No. I heard like a snippet of it today on morning radio in uh, Tampa. And, uh, dude, at first, it really did sound like anthrax. No shit. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, I guess, um, something about it was their bass player or their drummer was caught, like, jerking off something online or something other. Look that up. Like, I mean, for real, like... I heard it from a reasonable source. It was from Galvin uh, this morning on 1025 The Bone, and, like, he's really into metal music and shit. So, like, it was the first album since they got rid of a member. It was either the bass player or the uh, drummer, and he had, like, some lewd shit happen. All right, here we go. All right, read it. The uh, title of the article is and this is from uh, Hammer. Hammer.com? Uh, Loudersound.com. Okay. But uh, Megadeth's Dave Mustaine opens up on David Ellipson dismissal. I'll forgive him. I just won't play music with him anymore. Forgive him for what? And what did he play? In, excu- in an exclusive interview with Metal Hammer... Megadeth's Dave Mustaine speaks brutal honesty about sacking David Ellison. It was a hard decision that had to be made. Oh, come the fuck on. Really? <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're making you go through all the rigmaroles. Just, just uh, Google his name, the, the guy. Uh, David Ellison? Yeah, yeah. Google, like, why did David leave Megadeth? And he and he was the uh, bassist of Megadeth. Okay, so I was yeah. Let's see if this says anything. Ellison, the longtime Megadeth bassist, who joined the band during his formative years, admitted to police in a report obtained obtained by Rolling Stone that he had been sexting with a Dutch teenager. Oh. Who had captured video of their encounters without his consent. Oh, shit. So I wasn't far off. Yeah. We don't need to hear any more of that. But, uh, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I may have to take this out, but we're going to listen to it regardless, okay? This is the new Megadeth. We will have to take it out. I already marked it. Even though that there's this fuck ass owl here trying to tell me to get glasses. Oh wait, no, never mind. That's a pigeon. <laughs> you already wear glasses. I know. I was trying to make a jokey joke. Oh. Here we go. 
Hey-ya. It says to be continued, god damn it. Oh! Oh my god, that... Dude. That. That. Hold on. I need to turn myself down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, audience. That is bonafide fucking Megadeth right there. Yes, That it is. was so good. Hey, uh... Very, like, like, you think it's gonna go one way, and then it goes another way, and, you know... And to think, and the, and David Steen's the lead fucking guitarist. He's doing most of those solos while singing and putting on a good fucking show. Dude, if there was ever an argument that Gingers should deserve heaven, it's him. God damn, I love Megadeth, man. Speaking of recently rece- released songs. Okay. Just one more. For me. Welcome to the circus. Oh, from Five Fingers? Yes. I want you to hear the full full song, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. I think I've already heard it. But either way, I want to hear it. I love this song. It's my happy song. All right, well, I'm going to stop recording. I like it. Did you like it? Yeah. You remember I told you, we had this conversation before, is that once once a band, like, finds their fucking recipe. Yeah. I mean, that's good and all, but once they do that, if they can, like, keep it going without sounding like a broken record, that's an even shorter list of bands that can, you know, find their recipe. And Five Finger Death Punch is one of them. 100%. Oh, oh, oh I love it. Yeah. So much. I, I want to almost, like, blame... Not blame, but... Um, blame is probably not the right word. Um, I want to maybe attest to their um, success of doing the recipe. To Ivan Moody's voice. You know? Because it's powerful, dude. Like, it's just, it's a different kind of powerful. We haven't heard that before. He's, and I always love these people, you know, and Corey Taylor can do this too, that can scream. There's a difference between screaming and passion. There's a fine line between that. Yeah. But Ivan Moody. Has like, it's a, yeah. He started. He started off as like a fucking dirt thrash shit, you yeah. know, the first album, you know, the bleeding, you know. But um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And it, I don't know. He just has such power in his vocals. Yep. Like, I mean, hell, he could come out with a happy song. About how much of a nice sunny day it is. Rainbows <laughs> are my favorite thing, and <laughs> I especially could, after it rains. And I could feel <laughs> the power. Yeah. And, and I would walk outside, and be like, you know what, Ivan Moody? It, it's it's a very nice day. I, I do like rainbows too. <laughs> you know, you know who had that um, before I, Ivan Moody. 
was um was that Ron Howard or no no Howard Jones Howard Jones yeah uh the the guy that took over for uh, Kill Switch there for many years yeah he had that really big voice whatever you know um I could especially feel his power on a uh, the Rose of Sharon oh my God y- you want to talk about a fucking song. Um, that first album that Howard Jones was on was the second one. Um, uh, well, that's End of Heartache. Yeah, and um, that's what Rose of Sharon is on. Yeah, exactly. But um, that it was, I think it was like near the ass end of the actual album. It was Take This Oath. Okay, a song called Take This Oath, and um, the thing is, is that. Um, it's kind of a funny story because I remember watching their their DVD or Killswitch's DVD for like fucking almost every night for like months. I, th- um, I think. Uh, and the thing is, is that uh, I forget his name. The white guy that's back in it now. Um, uh, he he left. I think his first name is Adam. Uh, well, there's Adam D. Or uh, I don't know. I have to look it up. Anyways. Um, the thing is, is that he passed the torch. He was completely okay with leaving Killswitch because he had a new wife and a new baby, and I think another one on the way, maybe. And he was—he uh, admits it on the DVD to where he was screaming with um, frustration and power instead of technique, and it damn near killed his voice. So that's—and he would—he would get up out of the van or out of the bus, do a show, go right back in call his family and then sleep until the next time you know he was it was not good for him so he did the right thing and now he's back in it and he's sounding better than ever that's the difference between technique and power you can't just have power behind your voice you have to have the technique and um and howard uh and the thing is is that to go back to uh that song take this oath on and hell um even the video, the music video of uh, Fixation on the Darkness, Howard was in it, even though that was off the first album. That's how quick uh, White Dude got out of there, you know? But now back to that song, Take This Oath, it was on, uh, like, again, the uh, near the end of the album of End of Heartache. And the thing is, you can hear them both like he, the white dude came in and actually did backing vocals with Howard, almost like passing the torch. Right. And that's and and the thing is, if you really sit there and now that you know that fact, you go back and listen to that song, dude. It is fucking. It gives me goosebumps to this day. Especially after watching like the their DVD, you know, and I knew and I knew the story behind it. Right. Oh my God. Like the, he came in, like and it was all cordial. No, no ill will. No nothing. Let's uh, 
delve away from music for a minute, okay? Since we played that intro, let's uh, talk about Doctor Strange. I loved it. Well, you know you're going to have to tell us more about more than that, right? I liked it. <laughs> okay, he loved it, and he liked it. No. Um, no. The thing I liked about it. Okay. <clears throat> most Marvel movies, two and a half, three hours long. You liked it because it was about two. This son of a bitch was two hours. Wham, bam, thank, thank you, you ma'am. Ma and it just. In and out. Yep. Hey, here's the story. This is what's going on. This is how he saved it, and then we'll see you next time. <laughs> exactly. More movies need to be like that. We don't need fucking a goddamn fucking hour of exposition or foreshadowing and like like plot building and all that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that remember what I said to you whenever you told me that the other day? Is that sometimes when there's a movie that's that that's really good, like not excluding. Part. I'm saying it in general. If there's a movie that is that good and so good, like on that next level, you don't want it to end, or at least I don't. You know. Yeah, that's the way I was about Braveheart and Gladiator, and that's kind of like why people are kind of more gravitating towards these series. You know, because each episode could probably push an hour. You got to think that's hell. Look at Obi Wan. That's that's an almost an hour each, and they did uh, six or seven episodes. Hmm. That's, that's dude. Totally. You could watch the entire prequels with that. You know. Yeah. But it's 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 all about the 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 structure of the writing, directing, and all that, the storytelling. It's all. I mean, yeah. But I mean, and if we get back on point, if I can get back on point, um, yes, please do. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Is that um, you watching the trailers for Doctor Strange? I did not see that story coming. I thought it was going to be. Spoiler alert, guys. Belgiums, put the chocolate in your ears if you haven't seen it. And the waffles. <laughs> Bong and a <the> blitz. <laughs> uh, no, but I thought that from, I mean, from the trailers that I saw, I thought it was going to be him and Wanda versus something else. In the in the multiverse, lo and behold, spoiler alert: she was the villain of the movie. Yeah, and also the savior too. Yeah, depends on you know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I like that she came back. I love the fact that um, John Krasinski is playing Mister Fantastic. I was actually talking to the other Kyle at work, and. We're really hoping that he comes back as uh, as him. And there's rumors that uh, is that Emily Blunt is going to play Invisible Woman. Yeah, I heard that too. Really? But it also had Patrick Stewart. Goddamn, Sir Patrick Stewart. And if you can't, I know you can't see me. 
We're both saluting you, sir. Sir Patrick Stewart. I mean, he was in the mood for all of God, that. I, I wish I had the fucking uh, Botswain whistle from Star Trek. I would have done that. Captain on deck! He was in the movie all of ten fucking minutes, but... He didn't have to be in there any longer. It's fucking Patty Stewart, man. Mm. And it was phenomenal. It was great. And goddamn, his Le- Lamborghini-looking-ass wheelchair. Ooh-wee. Hey, <laughs> did, did you notice, though, that when he came out, it didn't play the theme in the background to any of the X-Men movies yeah, and played the theme to the Fox cartoon. I did the, not notice that. From the 90s. I remember watching those. Yeah. He he came out and started showing it. It was like, in the background, I was like, da-da-da-da, da-da, da-da-da-da, da-da. Like the, like the theme from the Fox Really? I did not catch that, man. The fucking Fox cartoon in the fucking 90s. I did not catch that at all. Oh, my God. And uh, I want to say another thing. Sam Raimi, you are a fucking god. He's really good. I just, you know what? I was was more excited to see (laughs) fucking Bruce Campbell right there in the beginning. Uh, It's like, you buy hot dogs. Or something other. <laughs> Doctor Strange is making him slap. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> I, I do hope they show more of the universes. Oh no! You know, movies. you know that's going to be the actual thing because I think the next um, main villain is going to be Galacticus because they've done uh, Eternals, and Galacticus is the one that eats fucking universes. I didn't hear that. Do you know who I heard it? Well, this is all theories. And the it was the same guy that did the theory on uh, Doctor Strange, which he was fucking wrong. Because I was expecting that empty chair on the very right of the Illuminati to be another Tony Stark. Oh. But, but it was actually Dead Strange's empty chair. But what I uh, heard was fucking... Uh possibly Kang the Conqueror. I don't know him. He already made an appearance. Uh, I don't know. The the black guy at the end of Loki. I'm going to have to rewatch that. I watched the making of or like or whatever you want to call it, the assembled one. Like But yeah, he uh I like how we both reach for the fucking stag at the same time. We're meant for each other, man. Yeah, but I ain't a fucking fanook. So yeah, I mean. that's a shame. Damn shame <laughs> that we aren't fanooks. Mm. <laughs> We're hair parent. One of these days, though, we do need to watch the new Beavis and Butthead. Oh, my God, that's out now. Yes. We need to watch that tonight. No, I don't want to watch it tonight. Uh, yeah, I guess you need to get up. Yeah, I got to be at work. I mean, we could watch it tomorrow night when I get home from work. Well, I will try my damnedest not to watch it before you get home. <laughs> or Sunday night. Oh, uh, no. Uh, Sunday night probably could work. Remember, I got to go see mom and them Sunday. 
Yeah. Yeah. I won't take too long. And you're going to go swim in a goddamn swimming pool. I ain't going to swim for shit. <laughs> I'm going to take my bike. I'm going to be I'm gonna be sweating my goddamn ass off. I'm going to take my bike maybe five miles down the road, go say hi, and then get my happy ass back in the air conditioning, whether it be there or here. So, uh, um... Man, I really wish you had been watching Obi-Wan Kenobi or uh, Moon Knight with me. Or Stranger Things. Or The Boys. Well, hell. I have so much to talk about The Boys, man. You fucking watched uh, Obi-Wan like yesterday when I was at fucking work. I'm sorry. I. It was the last episode. I'm sorry I have a job. I have a job too, dickass. No, um... Obi-Wan started off slow, got a little questionable in the middle, ended off really strong. Well, I'm going to watch it eventually. Well, I mean, I we're in the movie segment, and that's all I can say without spoiling anything. Stranger Things cannot wait until the first to watch part two. <laughs> oh, and... uh Another movie coming to uh, Netflix next month. Yeah. Uh, I think July 15th is the Uncharted movie. <sighs> I'll watch it. I, I'm really not expecting to be happy with it, but I'm going to watch it. But God damn it. Marky Mark, Mark should Mark, not be Sully. I was about to say that. No. And Tom Holland should not be Nathan Drake. Young Nathan Drake, yes. But young Sully, no. No! Hello, bitches. Thank you for listening. Hey, guys. This is Tate from Practically Friends Podcast. And, hey, thank you, guys. We fucking did it. We, you can now find us on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as all the other platforms you are already informed of, like Spotify, Linktree, Amazon, Google, SoundCloud. Any platform that you could think of where you could find us, you can find us now. And it doesn't matter whether you have iPhone or Android. We're still here for you guys. So, as well as if you guys also want to reach out to us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Practically Friends Podcast, as well as our email, practically friends podcast at gmail.com so if you guys want to send us topics to talk about or send us feedback on an episode or just say something nice or mean whoever you are doesn't matter but you can find us on there as well thank you guys again so much for making this possible let's get back to the episode who would be a better sully and like his middle age instead of being a senior who do you think? There's a good thing that we could talk about here. Hmm. Well, my thoughts, the actor's already dead. Who? So, uh, Paul Newman. I was going to say Sean Connery. He's dead, too. But I know, but, but, but imagine Sean Connery with a mustache, a fucking smoking a bat, and with a Hawaiian shirt. Like, I was thinking Paul Newman in the middle of his career. Hmm. 
Who was Paul Newman again? Um, sounds so familiar. Oh, and by the way, fucking, was that Car Paul Reiser? Carl Reiser? From, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he'd be good. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Paul Newman would be good. But who are you talking about? Riser. The guy from Mad About You? Yeah. With Helen Hunt? Yeah. The fucking uh, yeah. blonde bitch from Twitter? I'm not saying he'd be good, but I'm saying that not only... I don't like him. He's in... God, he's been in like every fucking show that I've watched lately. He's in Stranger Things. Oh, shit. He's Great in Obi... Job selling that for me. He's in... Uh, Obi-Wan and he's in the boys the thing is I think he's better as an old guy like an older actor than he was as a younger actor he's playing like an old time like Jew like the uh, like that one dude with the big coke bottle glasses in Ocean's Eleven oh He's kind of playing that kind of character. All right. I might be able to get that by with that. No, he does really good. Does really well. Um, Do you know a movie I really like? And this up? is kind of random. American History X. <sighs> I agree with you, but I think the word like might come cr come across a little wrong. <laughs> I wasn't trying for it to. No, I know. I know what you mean, but some people may not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's. It's a really good movie. Hmm. Um. Just like 12 Years a Slave, it's a really good movie, but I mean, I don't know. It. Okay, I'll, I'll meet you in the, yeah. No, I agree with everything you're saying. Even though I haven't seen 12 Years a Slave, except for the fact that uh, Oprah pisses or something. No, that wasn't 12 Years a Slave. Which one was that? Um, it's a more recent one. It's the one. <laughs> <laughs> try, try not to laugh. Try not to laugh. It's a very serious movie. Anyways. But yeah, no, American History X is a no. uh, it's a phenomenal film. How's that? Yes. Say that. It's a phenomenal film. There we go. Are you happy? Are you happy, America, the world? You SJWs? I hope America's happy. It's full of fucking libtards. Anyways. <laughs> Let's see, I have watched a few good movies lately. Ambulance. Ambulance. Michael Bay's newest movie. We Jake. talked about that on the last episode that you were on here. Oh, did we? Yeah, you did. I still haven't watched it yet, though. I'll watch that again with you. You watched that... um was an army of the dead right yeah did you watch the uh the sequel to that about the safe cracker no 
you should watch that one. I almost think that one's better than the first. Yeah, all right. Army of the Dead, um, the Zack Snyder movie. Um, I believe so. It's the one with Batista. Yes, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. No, for a minute there, I was thinking of uh, Army of Darkness. This is my boomstick! Which is also a good movie. Mm. God damn, it's one of the best. And by the way, hold on. Am I correct in assuming that you have not watched Ass vs. Evil on Netflix? You are correct. God damn it. Dude, that show is so fucking legit. But but then again, you know me, I'm more of a movie guy than a TV guy. Okay, well then go back about five minutes and what we were talking about. You don't like long movies, right? But you like sequels, right? I get tired of sequels, kind of. Okay, fine. Okay, maybe I don't have a point here. <laughs> but they're like 30-minute episodes, and it's like nine episodes. Oh. That wouldn't be too bad. No, no, it's not bad. But I'm um, okay. How much do you love Army of Darkness? Uh. If it's on, you're gonna watch it, right? Yeah. Okay, that's all I need. Now, imagine everything starts happening again, but on our plane. And he has this, uh, okay, uh, shit. I don't remember his name. Do you remember on Raising Hope in the early episodes when it's like, hey, man, we're going to make, we're going to take a, make a scarecrow and throw it off the bridge and watch people freak out. No. Uh, that, that, that Spanish guy, well, he's in it. And then there's this really hot fucking Spanish girl that gets possessed. Oh, she smokes pot out of a double barrel shotgun. Mm. Oh, yeah, dude. All right. Yep. So, so Ash, Ash comes back. It's pretty much Army of Darkness, but in nine episodes. But present day. It's so goddamn good. I just realized I almost sound like a hypocrite. Why? Because I don't mind long movies if they're done right. That's exactly what I was saying earlier, right? No Time to Die, the latest James Bond movie. I don't D- know. Didn't I, that just come out on Prime? Yeah. I've been. I, that was the next thing I was going to watch, actually. Hey. Because I haven't seen it yet. We're watching it Monday. Okay. I'll Mo- wait. Monday. Wait for me. I'll watch it again. I saw it in theaters. I'll watch it again. Was it that good? I loved it. Really? And it was two hours and 45 minutes long. It's not that bad so long as the story flows right. I think that's what you were trying to get to, right? Yeah. It, it, it flowed great. Think about, think about Endgame. Endgame flies by. Yep. And it's three hours long. Fuck yeah, it is. And every time I watch something like The Green Mile, it flies by. Flies by, dude. I used to, 
I was watching the Green Mile. What year did Green Mile come out, do you think? I know what exact year it came out. Not mm. 1999. I was going to say 98. Okay, so it came out at 99, right? I didn't move down to Florida until 2000. Okay. Trying to think. And uh, the thing is, is that when it first came out, we got the dual VHS set. Okay. I I used to have that. My mom still has that motherfucking set. <laughs> oh, well, she did. Um, and I used to watch that movie over and over and over again. As a fucking kid, not even like barely in middle school. I used to watch that movie over and over again. That and Castaway. Oh, I, I love Castaway. Let's talk about Castaway for a second, bro. I, I love that movie so much. When I was having those fucking like tooth pains before I had those teeth taken out, what like that, that that kind of pain to where it makes you fight somebody. Were you, were you thinking about fucking getting an ice skate and a coconut? Ice skate and coconut. Goddamn right I was, dude. I was about to dive bomb on a fucking ice skate, dude. It was so bad. I, I, I was wondering if you were gonna fucking text text me at work and be like, "Hey, grab me a coconut and an ice, ice skate. skate. <laughs> See if you can get a half price just by taking one ice skate." <laughs> no. No, but uh, I used to watch that fucking movie constantly as well, dude. Um, but Castaway, such a good movie, man. So many layers. Yeah. And so many people. And see, and go ahead. I'm sorry. So many people were just talking about it slow and whatever. But that's a movie. I don't care about that. Well, what, what do they say? The... Um, the it, it actually held the record for the longest non uh longest scene without dialogue for like a while yeah it, it held that uh you know like you know the the crash and like him floating onto the island and then he finally saying something but i think what what was it like fucking 28 minutes or something other maybe something like that i mean it goes by a while without any dialogue but not only do I love Tom Hanks, I love that director. Who was that? Robert Zemeckis. And I'll name him. Zemeckis? Zemeckis. Is that with a Z? Yes. What else? What What other work would I know him from? The Back to the Future trilogy. Fuck yeah. Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. Um, Flight with Denzel Washington. You ever seen that? He played a fucking alcoholic airplane pilot. Oh, you're t um, I okay. I can see the front of the. I can see the thing now, like the the picture or the the cover of the DVD case. But I have not seen that movie. It's on Paramount Plus. That's another movie we'll have to watch together. Yeah, we're gonna have to start making a list. <laughs> Flight is one of. If not, it's probably my top ten favorite movies really? of all time. Probably my favorite Denzel Washington. Is it based movie. on a true story? No. Oh. But it is so good. So good. Quick question. Is the dog over there? 
Yeah, he's ra- he's right here by the drum set. He's laying down. Yeah, he's just laying there. Okay, cool. Just just checking. Um, good afternoon. Good evening, America. Uh, hello, America. What up, mofo? Where y'all at? For everyone listening, if you want to send in stories, articles, photos, what really help us is maybe like some remixes or some custom music for us to use. Please use that email, practicallyfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also see us on RSS. You can see us on Amazon and Spotify. I'd say cold call him. You know his ass will answer. Yep. Yo, bunch of old white racists. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that. I love y'all. I hate y'all motherfuckers. Y'all dumb white ways. I love y'all. <laughs> um. Okay, so, well, I mean, in case we don't get anybody else on the line, I want to bring up an ethical story with you, Nate. You ready? All right. Okay, so, excuse me. I heard on the morning show that I always listen to, I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday morning, I think it was this morning, um, that they said that Amazon is releasing a program that Alexa is able to take like maybe 30 seconds of video or audio from somebody that you know that had passed and talk to you in that voice. No. You hate it just as much as I do. Right? Yes, no. Yeah, that's that's not okay. No. It's one of, like, it made me immediately think about one of the first episodes of Black Mirror that I watched with Peggy Carter. I I, I haven't watched an episode of Black Mirror. I know what you're talking about, but. It's fucking morbid. So you're talking about someone that died? Yeah, like, if you've got, like, if you've got uh, like a voicemail or an audio or video or whatever of them saying whatever, so long as they have 30 seconds of their inflections and speech, then apparently Alexa can emulate that. And you know what the example was? What? It was a little kid asking, Alexa, can you have grandma read me that story one more time? And then it fucking read it. And it wasn't, I mean, I don't know how grandma or Mima sounded like, but it sounded eerily like Siri. But it's fucking morbid, bro. And think about the psychological aspects on that. Think about, think about like when you have to explain death to a child. Yes. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, Mima is gone. She's never coming back. That's what death is, you know. But then now technology is trying to, like, 
to fucking put bumpers on the car of say, I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm going. I'm about to say a fucking lot now. Go ahead. You have the floor. Fucking, you already know I'm having a hard time, and she died. You know, fucking. And four, you know how hard years ago my grand my grandmother passed. And, and you know how how hard yes, I'm and taking and my I'm dad's get, death, and yeah. I'm getting to that too. Yeah. As much as I want to hear him again. I do not want my grandmother's voice coming over fucking Alexa. It's haunting. I know you don't want your dad's voice coming over fucking Alexa. That's the thing. I'm a little conflicted. I want to hear it like maybe once, but then the thing is is that it probably snowball and then further fuck up my any kind of psychological shit. But I get what you're saying. It'll take it'll take so much fucking longer to get over it for you to get over it and be at peace with the fucking death it's fucking bullshit it's giving a life preserver to somebody that already kind of knows how to swim yes and i mean it it's wrong it's not needed it's no. uh, it's and it's unnecessary in every aspect I think I I already have my grandmother's voice in my head. You already have your father's voice in your head. Every morning. You know. Why would I pay for a service that will exacerbate the loss of a loved one? Yes. Because that's what it's going to do. It's just going to make it worse. It's Yes, exactly. It's fucking wrong. I agree. 100% I agree with you. I don't like it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I really hope they don't pursue it. I mean, right now it's in beta or this, that, and there, or whatever. And I hope it fucking fails. Me too. Fuck them. It's it's not healthy. It's not good for the psyche. And the thing no. is, is that, and sorry if I'm a broken record, Belgium, uh, <laughs> or the rest of the world, but like when we talked about gun control, we talked about anything else. I always go back to mental health. And this is not a solution. This is going to make people more unstable. And it's going to create... Whether guns are involved violence. or not. Whether guns are involved or not. This is going to make people more unstable. People are not going to be able to connect with other people. Not going to be able to accept the hardships. We're not going to fucking advance. Guess what? Guess how we fucking advance. Nate, guess how we do it? Technology. No. As a human race, we advance because of the hardships that we have to endure. Yeah. And we we rise above it, right? Yeah, exactly. We, no, we, no. we get hit, and then we get back up. That's how we progress as a society, as a human race, as a species, as a planet. Okay? But the thing is, is that this is a step backward. 100%. Think about how much progress we made during, like, the 70s, the 90s, right? A lot. A lot, bro. And think about from the 90s to now. Yeah, we have smartphones, and we have 
you know, social media and shit. Yeah, he's got but that's a step backwards bombs. as well. That's a step backwards as well. But, but like, we did so much during those times. And now we're kind of, like, we rose really high, right? Think of about a bell curve. And now we're going back down. It's kinda and this, this whole thing about having a fucking lost loved one talk to your kid or talk to you and you're just gonna fool yourself that they're not actually gone gone that's almost as worse that's almost as bad as religion has done to the world in my opinion yes we we need to get past that for real and I mean I mean to each their own but Jesus. It's hey. morbid. It's macabre. I want to say something. Go ahead. You know, I got one of them, I guess, one of them computer phones. I do, too. I, would, I wouldn't know how to live without it. But things were a lot simpler back when you were a kid and you didn't have one, right? Yeah. I have so many fond memories of the fucking 90s. Fuck yeah. It was just... Oh. Hell, you know, late 90s. I'd fucking... Dude, rollerblades and Polly Shore, I'm with you. I'd fucking hang out outside my fucking disc, man. Listen to fucking Limp Biscuit and shit, you know? Fucking walk, man. And... Te- technology... It's a double-edged sword. As it's much as I hate to fucking use that term, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I'm trying to find the right words. It's just taken over so goddamn much. Well, think about this, though. Think about this. Technology, right? Um, Hell, we're using it right now to reach out to whoever is willing to listen. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing. It, it's ne- it pretty much connected the entire world. That is a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful aspect. That's actually what it was probably, not what it was intended for, but once it got hold, that's what it should have been, right? Yeah. So, okay. They use the technology for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. And when you say they, you're talking about everybody on the higher-ups. The lefts, the rights, different countries, this, that, and the other thing. I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Amazon, Walmart, you know, Target, um, the goddamn government. It doesn't matter. Like a little bit closer, if you don't mind. They're they're using all this goddamn technology. For all the wrong fucking reasons. Can I give you an example? Maybe, maybe, like, tell me if I'm kind of, I mean, I'm going to try and throw you an analogy. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm kind of scratching the surface, but, I mean, go ahead. Let me give you an analogy here. Okay. We used to use horses, right? Correct. And then the car didn't kill the horse. The car saved the horse. When the car was invented, right? It yeah. saved the horse. 
Yeah. Okay. Now with cars, people built roads. Who builds roads? People that who need jobs. Okay. Now, more cars, more roads. Correct. More roads, more cars. More cars, even more roads, and then we start getting interstates and highways and shit, right? Right. Now, everybody that goes down a highway, whether it be one or two exits, will see a billboard advertising something. Right. That's the problem. They took something that we need and we have to use every day. And they're trying to sell us shit and milk us for every cent we have. They're advertising. They're trying to get whatever. Is that a decent analogy? Yeah. With internet and highways, billboards, and social yes. media? Yes. I'm pretty proud of that one, actually. I mean, I mean, you you should be. You should be. You should be so proud of yourself. I thank you. No, but I mean, everywhere you turn, it's it's an advertisement, and it's always, always. I mean, with a menu, shit we don't fucking need. I mean, they're actually listening. So, like, whenever I talked about what mic stands or whatever, they started showing up on my Amazon and emails and shit. I mean, they're, you know they're listening. There's nothing you can do to stop it. So why stress about it? Everybody else is existing. Why not? But then again, that's conformity. That's just leapfrogging from one yeah. billboard to the, to another. It and needs to stop. And but I, I but why stress about it? And I don't conform to nobody. You say that. But I know you mean it. But I don't know. I think we're getting into conspiracy talk here. I'm not fucking conforming to fucking Sleepy Joe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the funniest thing, though, the funniest fucking thing, and I saw the video of it. This. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's hilarious. But he turns around, shakes like an invisible hand. I heard about that. And then he he turns around and Stop just it. looks around like he has no idea where he is. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> <sighs> God bless. I'm really rich. <clears throat> oh, hey. And another news in our area. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. Gas went down a big whopping 10 cents. That ain't nothing. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to come. 
<laughs> but dirty, rotten traitor. Man. Oh, um, this is probably going to end up being. I I'd like this to be a uh, reoccurring segment here. Uh, now that we're, you feel okay with moving on, or do you need something else to say? No, I'm. No, it's okay if you if you need to. No, I'm fine. I'm gonna go get a soda though, so I'm gonna take a short couple minutes. All right, yeah. We'll I right am back. a ginger. been trying to do this for a while here because i always wondered like where like everyday sayings come from right like i always like kind of gravitate towards the thought is like who coined the phrase coined the phrase you know what i mean no that came from the gypsies did they i don't know i don't this it may be on this list. We'll, we're going to see if you can guess. Okay. So, bite the bullet. Where do you think that came from? Bite the bullet. I'll give you the meaning. To accept, to accept something difficult or unpleasant. I don't know, Ted Nugent? <laughs> no. <laughs> good guess. Good guess. Good guess. Uh, no, in the olden days when doctors were short on anesthesia or or time during a the battle, they would ask the patient to bite down on a bullet to distract from the pain. Well, I knew that. Well, then why didn't you say so? I thought you said who came up with it. I'm saying where it comes from. Oh. <coughs> okay, let's see uh, if you know this one. Break the ice. Fuck that now. <laughs> Back when road transportation was not developed, ships would be the only transportation and means of trade. At times, a ship would get stuck during the winter because of the ice formation. The receiving country would send small ships to break the ice to clear the way. <coughs> what about to butter someone up? 
don't know. It means the, to make someone like you. Yeah, yeah. The meaning to impress someone with flattery. Do you know where why it's called that? Nope. <laughs> the origin. This was a customary religious act <coughs> in ancient India. The devout would throw butter balls. <laughs> Butterballs at the statues of their gods to seek favor and forgiveness. Hey, um, if you ever throw butterballs at me, I'll fucking kill you. I'll make sure her name high. <laughs> Mad as the Hatter. You should know this one. Alice in Wonderland. It actually did not <coughs> originate from Lewis Carroll's <coughs> Alice in Wonderland. Really? Its origins date from the 17th and 18th centuries, well before Lewis Carroll's book was published. The 17th century and 17th century France, poisoning occurred among hat makers who used mercury for the hat felt. The Mad Hatter disease was marked by shyness, irritability, and tremors that would make the person appear, quote-unquote, mad. Really? That's huh. what it says, yeah. No, because I, I was saying it came from uh, Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. Well, that's probably where they got it from. <coughs> <coughs> and, I mean, not the Disney movie or whatever. No, the I actual mean, book. I, yeah, I mean, I that's probably the where they got the, the name from. Isn't it kind of interesting, though, once you actually dig into these? Uh, what about, uh, okay, I'll tell you what. How about this? From now on, I will say the phrase, and you tell me what it means, and then if you can guess the origin, then guess it. If not, I'll just give you a synopsis. I think that'll streamline it. Yeah, go for it. Cat got your tongue. What does it mean? It means you can't speak. Ask to a person who is lost of words. Where do you think it comes from? I have no idea. <laughs> idea. The English Navy used to use a whip called Cat O Nine Tails for flogging. Really? The pain was so severe that it caused the victim to stay quiet for a long time. Another possible source could be from ancient Egypt, where liars and blasphemers' tongues were cut out and fed to the cats. Mm. Mm. Shouldn't have blasphemed then. Yeah, no blaspheming. Barking up the wrong tree. Tell me the meaning. I know I know the fucking meaning. I'm just trying to put it in my words. Okay. Don't talk to me about that. Oh, I thought there was more. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, to have misguided thoughts about an event or situation. A false lead. So, yes, you're right. The origin. It refers to hunting dogs that may have chased their prey up a tree 
The dogs bark, assuming that the prey is still in the tree when the prey is no longer there. What's the meaning of to turn a blind eye? You didn't see shit. <laughs> to ignore situations, facts, or reality. Yep. <laughs> the British naval hero, Admiral Horatio Nelson, had one blind eye. Once when the British forces signaled for him to stop attacking the fleet of Danish ships, he held up a telescope to his blind eye and said, I do not see the signal. He attacked, nevertheless, and he was victorious. He's <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, nope, I don't see that shit at all. <laughs> to bury the hatchet. To forget. Yep. This one dates back to the early times of North America and the Puritans were in conflict with Native Americans. When no negotiating peace, the Native Americans would bury all their hatchets, knives, clubs, and tomahawks. Weapons literally were buried and made inaccessible. Caught red-handed. You stole. <laughs> I like your definition. It almost sounds like Duran's here. You stole. <laughs> yeah, the motherfucker stole something. I caught you doing To be something. caught in the act of doing something wrong. So, yeah, you're right. Where do you think the origins came from? It is from uh, old English shit. I don't know. Back in the day, I know they, they used to cut your hand off. They still do that shit in like Singapore, I think, and Afghanistan and the Middle East. But no, it's uh, it originates from an old English law that ordered any person to be punished for butchering an animal that wasn't his own. The only way the person could be convicted is if he was caught with the animal's blood still on his hands. Huh. Caught red-handed. I'll be a son of a bitch. I know, right? This is kind of interesting, right? Yep. <laughs> What's the next one? Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. What the fuck? You've heard that one, right? Nope. It's like, you might as well throw the baby out with the bathwater. Well, uh, I'll, I'll definitely use it now, but what does it mean? Don't get rid of a valuable... Of valuable things along with unnecessary ones. Like the bath water, it's all dirty. Yeah. After giving a baby a bath. Oh, so God so don't th throw yes, the baby out with the bath water. All right. Uh, the origin, you won't believe this one. It says, in the early 1500s, people only bathed once a year. Oh, my God. Oh, holy hell. I did not know that. Not only that, but they also bathed in the same water without changing it. Holy shit. Mm. The adult males would bathe first. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> then the females, right. leaving the children and the babies to go last. By the time the babies got in, the water was clouded with filth. The poor mothers had to take extra care of their babies uh, extra care that their babies were not thrown out with the bathwater. No, no wonder so many of the kids back in the day looked like 
goddamn peasant. Well, that's why you have 15 kids, because, like, nine of them are going to die. Avert your eyes, peasant. All right. Give a cold shoulder. What does that mean? Ignore. Being unwelcoming or antisocial. Where do you think the origins come from? I do not know. Medieval England, it was customary to give a guest a cold piece of meat from the shoulder of mutton, pork, or beef chop when the host felt it was time for the guest to leave. <laughs> this was a polite way to say, you may leave now. <laughs> so when I want a guest in this house to leave... You give him a pork shoulder. <laughs> I didn't give him a pork chop or something. No, a shoulder. Shoulder, it says. I need to bake them whole goddamn roast. No, no. Doesn't have to be cooked. Just like, here's some meat. Oh. Be gone with you, peasant. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Next time we get tired of people being in the house. Just I'm throw gonna, some meat at them. I'm just going to come down here with a plate of meat. Just be like, here, go. Like, Just hand it to him. It's like, be gone with you. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> okay, how about this? The whole nine yards. Means everything. To try your best at something. Uh, the origin is during World War. Damn it, I cannot fucking say this without really. It's I I you know I had to take speech back in elementary school, mm. like the ORs and everything. Like yeah yeah. I Dur take speech too. During World War Two. The fighter pilots were equipped with nine yards of ammunition. When they ran out, it meant that they had tried their best at fighting off the target with the entirety of their ammunition. Huh. I did not know that. That's wild. I don't know most of these. Okay, when, whenever somebody says, like, hey, let your hair down, what do you think that means? Just relax. Exactly. That's exactly what it says. Um, the origin is in public. The aristocratic women of medieval times were obliged to appear in elegant hairdos that were usually pulled up. The only time they could, yeah, they were, quote unquote, let their hair down was when they came home and relaxed. That makes sense. Yeah, it actually does. Okay, here we go. I mm. think... Yeah, this is the last one. Um, okay, if uh, if I were to rub you the w wrong way... It means I don't like you. Get the fuck out. To bother or annoy someone. Yep. Like like a bunch of people do. Yeah. I mean, go on, get the fuck out. Beat go on. Beat. Go on, suspect. Go on, go on now. Go on, suspect. Go on. Beat feet. <laughs> Kick sand. Or no, pound sand. <laughs> Kick rocks. Pound sand. Yeah. Drag go, shadows, bitch. Go on. Shoot. You ever heard that one? Drag shadows? No. Uh, all right. Hey. Yep. So, 
I guess Shadow was going to be in the next Sonic movie. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, let, let's, let's get this last one out of the way, and then we'll touch on that, and then probably close the episode out, okay? Okay. All right, so rub the wrong way, you guessed right, to bother or annoy someone. The origin, early Americans during the colonial times would ask their servants to rub their oak floorboards the right way. The wrong way, not wiping them with dry fabric after wet fabric, would cause streaks to form and ruin it, leaving the homeowner annoyed. Alternatively, it would have derived from rubbing a cat's fur the wrong way, which annoys them. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the first one's probably more legit. But yeah, I, I wanted to like look up like the origins of... Um, Stories like that and shit. Or, uh, not stories, but, um, sayings. Yeah, yeah. Like, who coined the phrase, coined the phrase? I don't know. I'm gonna look that up next time. I hope you do. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> now, what were you saying, buddy? Oh. I guess Shadow was going to be in the next Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Was he? Now, who is Shadow? Like, is he like? I don't really know. I think it's like a, like, what, like a, uh, like a darker doppelganger of him. Something other. Yeah, I guess. I haven't really got into that. That's where it kind of lost me. I still like the first song, the Hedgehog movie, better. Donut Man. Donut Lord. Yeah, Donut Lord. Yeah. And Pretzel Lady. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's good shit. It's so funny. Bing, 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 bing. (laughs) All right. All right. Good evening to y'all. I think, uh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Um, we're, thank you guys for listening to episode 30 of Practically Friends Podcast. Oh, hecky darn, we did it. Oh, hecky darn. <laughs> That's right, Bubba. Uh, thank you, Nate, for uh, sitting in and being such a trooper. It's always a treat to have you here, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I'm sure the audience feels the same way. Ah! Okay. Well, um... You can always find us on every streaming platform except for a couple. But, yeah, please email us at Practically Friends Podcast and give us some uh, stories, ideas, comments, concerns, hate mail. And, uh, hell, you DJs out there, give us some music so I don't have to keep on playing this shit. I welcome the hate mail. <laughs> Hey, cocksuckers. Yeah, there you go. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys, so much.
Y'all not do that. He is a boy. <laughs>